0: Welcome back to 80s One Podcast. I'm Taylor.
1: And I'm Bailey. And today it is September 23rd. It is 9.22 p.m. Do you know why we're recording at 9.22 p.m.? Taylor, what happened last time you asked me that? You had to cut it. I had to cut it.
0: (laughs) Because what we're actually the reason we're recording so
1: late is because we got a soundboard in today. Why are you lying to the people? That was a true statement, but that's not why. That is why. It's because social media has corrupted you.
0: Social media has corrupted me. It's made me into a very toxic individual.
1: Hashtag me too.
0: Okay, I like how we we have the buttons now. (laughs) Bailey's going to be playing with the buttons.
1: I'm just going to be hitting that one every time I say something even moderately funny.
0: I think you should do the crickets for that one.
1: That's rude. I don't know which button's the crickets and I can't see the uh, cheat sheet from here.
0: I think it's the white one?
1: The
0: (laughs) The yellow one.
1: There are two that I would call yellow. The
0: yellow at the bottom. That is not a cricket. That's a trombone. That's how I feel about you though. Oh. Anyway, back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've we've botched this whole thing. We're really enjoying the soundboard. We hope that you enjoy the soundboard.
1: It's fun. It's fun to play with.
0: And then since we got the soundboard in, probably within the next couple of episodes, we'll start trying to live stream.
1: woo
0: So that'll be a a nice upgrade. I did tell you when we got the soundboard, we'd start upgrading to Mm. video. So now you get to see our beautiful faces. Eventually. Eventually.
1: Someday over the rainbow.
0: Well, we do need a third person. We do. So if you are in the area that we are recording which I'm not going to say out loud. I've already had my phone number on here. I'm not going to give out my address. But if you're within the area and you want to help us out, you will not get paid for it. We do not have any money to give you. Nope. But we do have lots of love. Nope. Okay, we don't even have that. We have nothing to offer you. Um, volunteer hours. You yeah. Volunteer the podcast.
1: That being said, we are not an official company, so we can't sign any like official paperwork saying you volunteered if it's like, court-ordered, but you could feel good about yourself.
0: I will sign a piece of paper that says you volunteered. It won't mean anything. and It'll be written in crayon, but I will sign it.
1: Sounds like that might be delicious.
0: You eat crayons?
1: No, I'm not a Marine.
0: He can make that joke because he's in the Army. Was in the Army, historically. Was in the Army. But no, right. If you uh, if you seriously are wanting to do this, um, please reach out to us. You can DM us, email us at 2 one podcast 2022 at gmail.com. Any of our socials, DM us. Give us something where you're like, hey, when people are commenting, I want to read those comments and talk. I want to be your Jamie. <laughs> so if we have a Jamie out there.
1: See, I feel like you're Rogan and I'm Red Band, and you're trying to replace me with Jamie.
0: I'm not trying to replace you with Jamie. (laughs) Although, Jamie, if you're out there, we can replace Bailey.
1: Oh, that's cold-blooded.
0: So, Bailey, what is today's topic? I think we've botched that intro.
1: I mean, I don't know if botched is the right word, but we're talking about social media and its effects on mental health. And why are we talking about that? Because every time I post something on Facebook, if it doesn't get 100 likes in five minutes, I'm thinking about killing myself. That was real dark. It was a joke, though. That's why I did the... <laughs> that's why I hit the button. You're going to overuse that button? I, people are going to be fucking pissed. I love it.
0: Uh, Hit the button on the left, like the second one down from the top. Yeah! That's my favorite button. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that button but that is so this also kind of ties into our uh, instant gratification yeah because we we talked a little bit about it you get instant gratification when someone likes something on your social media right
1: oh yeah
0: but what if what if social media is a corrupting factor that actually inhibits some things because everybody always says you know you need to make sure that your heart's healthy so do some exercising right go out there and exercise get some cardio in so your heart's healthy lose some weight so that way you're not having whatever i'm not a doctor but you need to lose weight and eat healthy be good right but nobody ever talks about mental health as much and what they really fail to talk about is how much of an impact social media has on your mental well-being hard facts an opinion-based podcast
1: (laughs) but yeah no i agree
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of people will sit there and tell you that you shouldn't eat, you know, 14 McDoubles because it's bad for you, but they won't tell you that scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, X, anything like that is bad because they don't view it as bad.
1: Exactly. And I don't think it is bad, like, in general, I think having a Facebook, having an Instagram, having a presence on social media is fine. When it becomes a problem is when you start to rely on it to feel good. Like if you can't go to a restaurant and eat a meal without taking 10 pictures of it because you got to post them on social media, unless you're like a food critic and you're making money by posting these things on social media or there's a legitimate reason other than I want my fans to see what I'm eating. Like, to me, that's weird. And that's where it starts to become more dangerous because it inflates people's egos. It makes them think that they're something they aren't.
0: No, and that's that's the problem. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. But the the issue is when we look at society as a whole, because of social media, we are okay with mediocrity like everything is very mediocre nowadays and you can have someone doing something like eating food right a very mediocre task that everybody does but they take pictures of it and they put it on instagram and they show everybody like look where i'm eating i'm eating a uh, gordon ramsay's place oh uh, like hell's kitchen or whatever and this is the you know, filet mignon or whatever, like, look, oh, this is so exciting. And everybody's like, oh my God, you're eating food, congratulations. And you get so many likes on that one and it inflates your ego. Like we're praising people for doing basic things.
1: Exactly, which isn't to say that there's anything wrong with taking pictures of your food and posting it because I know plenty of people who do that, who have like a realistic grasp on their ego. But it becomes a problem when It's just the only thing you care about is I've got to go eat at this restaurant because this restaurant, they've got this meal and this meal is a meal that if I post online, everyone's going to lose their shit about it because it's, you know, a Gordon Ramsay meal or whatever. And I think that that's a dangerous game to play, like mentally, because if you start to get into that bubble, it makes it it makes you less personable, in my opinion.
0: No, it like one hundred percent does, and it also becomes super addicting, and that's the that's the problem with stuff like that. Is because once you once you start posting stuff like that and you get a lot of attention, like you said, you're going to these restaurants for a specific reason, and you're not actually there to enjoy the food. It's not. Let me go to uh, what is it? The uh, heart attack burger place. Where they give you the 40,000, like 4,000 calorie burger or whatever. And if you don't finish it, they make you like they spank you. And if you're over like 400 pounds or something, you eat for free.
1: That sounds like the opposite of the way things should work.
0: Well, but yeah, but it's one of those things where you go there for the experience or that place where they're all rude to you. Uh, dicks or whatever it is where they're just assholes the entire time like you go there and people are always like oh, look at me i'm recording this oh, I'm gonna put... <laughs> dude he's so funny <laughs> like uh, yeah <laughs> taking a picture and i think that it defeats the purpose like it's good advertising on their end because it's free so from like a marketing standpoint i totally understand but it's also people that are flocking to these places because they've seen it on social media Like they're obsessed with it because a celebrity or an influencer that they saw is going to it. So now they become obsessed with it. Well, and it's the same thing with um, the loot box system, right? For anybody who plays video games, I want to say around 2013 is when all this started. Loot box became really, really big in video games. And essentially what it was is pay a little amount of money and you basically gamble. And it was making sense to put them in there at the time because everybody was doing it and it was an easy way to make money but it was really bad when youtubers were doing it and little kids were watching because now little kids are going to buy star wars and want to spend real world money to unlock these things because that's what their favorite youtubers are doing
1: i think that's the parents fault i don't think social media has anything to do with i mean let me rephrase that Social media does have a lot to do with them, but if your kids have access to your credit card because you put your credit card on their game account and they can just do it willy-nilly whenever without putting in a password, that's on you. And if your kid's constantly begging you to let them buy loot boxes, maybe you should monitor what they watch on YouTube a little bit better.
0: No, I completely agree.
1: what they watch on Twitch. Because if you're not monitoring what your kid's doing, especially if they're young enough to be influenced like that, it's on you, 100%. I do think social media is fucked up, but I don't agree with that being a fucked up aspect of it.
0: I think that's a fucked up aspect of it because it's it's easy to prey on people like that. Children?
1: Yeah, easy. It's always been easy to prey on children. That's why parents are supposed to protect them.
0: Right, and it's harder to do that with social media. So another example that I'll give to you is that social media has made mental mental health in, like, teenagers and young kids. It's now becoming more of an epidemic, right? We're seeing larger rises in anxiety, depression, stuff like that that historically we didn't have. Why? Because of social media. Because now kids are taking pictures of themselves, posting, like, oh, hey, look at the new Air Force Ones or whatever I got, and everybody's like, oh, that's awesome. And then when they don't get the likes on Facebook, or I'm sorry, Instagram, I think is what they use, or TikTok or whatever, if their TikTok doesn't blow up of them dancing in the new shoes, and their friend makes a TikTok of like making a sandwich and that blows up, then it causes them to be depressed because they feel like nobody cares.
1: I mean, I agree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. However, I will say it's not so much just buying shoes and stuff like that, but even the filters that get applied to photos or can easily be applied to photos. Like it's, on Snapchat? Yeah, like on Snapchat or even Instagram, I think, has built-in filters now in Facebook. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get super specific, but I took a photo with someone about a week ago, two weeks ago maybe. And I posted it, no filters or anything like that. And then about three hours later, they posted the same photo. And I was like, oh, I look really good in that. And then I compared them side by side. And in the filter that, or in the uh, photo that was uploaded by the other individual, they applied a filter that cleared up my skin and made my beard look smoother. And yeah, it felt great. It hit me with that sweet, sweet dopamine, but it's still bullshit. And I know it's bullshit because I know what I actually look like and I had a copy of the original photo. But if someone was looks up to me because of for whatever reason I'm not saying they do and they were to see that and be like oh I used to think I was more attractive than him but in this photo he is clearly more attractive than me they could become depressed or they could start you know feeling worse about themselves because they're like I don't understand how he looks that good when he looked this bad last time I saw it
0: well and that that's a great point that you brought up I think the most recent example that I can think of is um, Selena Gomez right Uh, I think she's in her 30s now and she is extremely
1: attractive right oh yeah she's hot
0: but when you when you look at her she's posting pictures now of her not edited saying this is what it looks like when you eat tacos and it's just her without any makeup or anything done to her it is an authentic like what you just said the authentic version of her Instead of what somebody took the picture and then went into Photoshop and edited out all the flaws and everything. She's like, this is what I have. This is who I am, not what you've been saying.
1: Well, the thing is, you don't even have to. I mean, you can use Photoshop to enhance it even more. But basic filters like Snapchat, if you don't turn it off, whenever you take a selfie on Snapchat, it automatically applies a filter.
0: Right, because they've started doing that.
1: Yeah, you have to you have to try not to have a filter applied now, and that's crazy to me.
0: No, no, but it is. But it's one of those things that gets you coming back because you look at it and go, "Oh,
1: I look really good in this picture."
0: Or the uh, what is it? The one that I see all the time on Snapchat of where you get the neck tattoo. Yeah, and I see people posting all the time. I would look so good with a neck tattoo. Like, oh, this is what I'm getting. I'm getting a throat tattoo now because of this.
1: I mean, I think that's just stupid, people.
0: Well, yeah, but it's but stuff like that happens, right? Like they get these filters and stuff, or they go, oh, I look really good with red hair, and then they want to buy hair dye in order to dye their hair red because they put on a filter. I
1: like, mean, I'm not saying that that's not something that's happening. But what I'm saying is that's been happening for years. Right. Like there's an episode of Icar or not I not even Icarly. There's an episode of Drake and Josh where they're doing like filters like that to alter uh, Josh's image. Yeah. So well, it's I mean that's that's been around for a long time and people using stuff like that like
0: well that's been around since the dawn of social
1: media. I mean, I think even before social media, I'm pretty confident that in the 80s and 90s, you could go into certain shops and they could like age-progress you and use other things to like alter how you look, like applying hair colors and stuff and being like, oh, this is what you'd look like with red hair because there have been episodes of even The Simpsons has an episode from the 90s, I think. I don't know what season it is, but there's an episode where they're doing that which obviously that's an animated show. It's not necessarily real, but it's based in reality. You know what I mean? Like they get those ideas from somewhere, and that's something that's super commonplace now. So I would imagine people were doing it back then.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: Not the same, not with like algorithms automatically doing it, but you had technicians who could go in and, you know, basically Photoshop, but you know 30 years ago when not everyone had access to a computer
0: well yeah what i'm saying is now it's easier to do it though because now you can do it with the thing that's in your pocket because i had to go to a place to do that in the 80s or 90s or whatever and even in like the drake and josh one it was harder yeah because they didn't because that's when you were using photoshop yeah and if you've never used photoshop before it becomes pretty hard to do stuff like that
1: yeah if you don't know what you're doing it can become complicated pretty fast
0: but nowadays, like you said, it automatically applies filters to it. We're just having algorithms basically try to make us beautiful, and I think that that hurts a lot of people's self-image. Like body dysmorphia has has gotten worse. That's fair. Would Would, would you agree with that? Uh,
1: I would have, but I can't say that. But I would have to look at statistics, and I would have to verify those statistics because body dysmorphia is one of the leading reasons that people decide to transition and stuff right and transitioning in general has gotten a lot more commonplace but i don't know if all of the individuals who are partaking in that have legitimately been diagnosed with body dysmorphia which i'm not saying anything negative about trans people like if you're over 18 and you want to transition more power to you i I'll call you whatever pronouns you want. I literally don't care. That's okay, so not at all what I'm trying to say.
0: Does, does that classify as body dysmorphia? Because when I think of body dysmorphia, I think of like looking at the parts of your body that need to change. Like when you look at a supermodel. Uh, okay, so the really, what, what's a great example of this? Um, so I think Zac that- Efron in Baywatch, right? Like his physique, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the, the superhero the physique.
1: Pamela. Anderson? No, the so,
0: remake with The Rock.
1: I haven't. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, like 2009,
1: I think. Nope, haven't seen it. Uh, anyway,
0: uh, the, uh, Brad Pitt, Fight Club. His physique, right? Oh
1: yeah. Well, they even talk about the Calvin Klein model on the train. Yeah,
0: and and that right there is just the the body dysmorphia though, because in order to achieve that, which it's always been around, right? Because advertising has been a thing since the fucking dawn of man. Anytime that we could sell something, we started advertising, and it's true that if you have, you know, beautiful people doing it, it sells the shit more, but it's easier to see more of that now because used to, you would have to pass by a billboard or a poster, and now when you're scrolling through Facebook, it's just a flyer. Like the Calvin Klein model is now the flyer that pops up that little banner. You're like, oh, oh shit. Look at all these supermodels now.
1: So I think the uh, transgender thing is a more extreme version of body dysmorphia, but it is body dysmorphia. Okay. Like, it is that is still the root thing. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about... I think it's just a more extreme version of looking at the buff model and going, man, I've got little wimpy arms.
0: Yeah, I need to look at it and be like that. Or when you go into the gym and you see the dude that's been training for 20 years yeah, who's huge and you're like, oh, I want to be like that.
1: Yeah. But I mean I don't know. I think in that sense a little bit of body dysmorphia is probably good for most people because like when I was overweight because what I'm I'm sorry. I think what it might be stupid. Because I'm pretty sure body dysmorphia is perceiving yourself as different than you are. Not being upset that you don't look like somebody else.
0: Hold on, I got you. Body dysmorphic disorder is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try many cosmetic procedures or exercise to excess.
1: Okay, I guess you're right. See, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's that's okay. Um, behind you in that closet, there is a degree. No, I'm I wasn't trying like. to like argue with you or insult you. I. I was genuinely unsure about the definition.
0: Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. I got you. But yeah, no, I don't know where I was actually going with that. I think
1: body dysmorphia
0: has been on the rise, though, because of the banners.
1: That's fair. But do you think that that's purely caused by social media?
0: Yeah. I think that social media makes it so much easier. Social media makes everything easier because now we have access to it.
1: That's not true. It doesn't make finding a loving, caring relationship easier. Because you got people using social media to fuck people they shouldn't be fucking.
0: I mean, that is that <laughs> is fair.
1: Uh, to betray friendships and marriages. That is fair.
0: And If you're not familiar with Ashley Madison.
1: Yeah, exact, exactly. That's yeah. the exact kind of shit I'm talking about.
0: And speaking of which, I haven't watched that on Hulu yet. I think they did like a three-part documentary.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar. Do you remember that shit,
0: though? Like, that was the banner on the w- certain websites I'm not gonna say the names if you know you know
1: no I don't remember that you
0: don't remember that being like I remember Ashley Madison being a thing I remember trying to create a profile when I was a kid
1: no I remember seeing uh the first time I remember hearing about Ashley Madison it was probably like 2018 2019 wow. and it was at work because
0: oh that was when the shit blew up yeah and no, I that's knew about it I,
1: No, I had no idea what it was.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a banner on like Pornhub.
1: I I jack off old school. I use memories. Oh, okay,
0: that that explains a lot then.
1: Of when I was like fourteen and girls were actually attracted to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were never attracted to you.
1: I know. I'm, I I see.
0: That would have been a time for you to use the button.
1: I was gonna hit the button, but then I realized that what I said wasn't actually funny. It was just true and sad.
0: Damn. Okay. <laughs> i love the bud uh, i like the button but yeah no when we when we look at social media things are are so much easier it's it's so you know how they have the private jets or whatever that you can rent
1: out for like an hour they have private jets you can rent out for an hour
0: yeah so what influencers will do is they have so you don't actually have to have money to post on social media right If you have enough money, you can rent out a private jet for an hour and take a bunch of pictures and videos inside the jet to make it look like you're flying or whatever. And it's really just on the it's in the landing area in the hangar. Mm. But you take pictures on the inside of it and you walk around and look like it. It's like when you when you rent the uh, like Lamborghinis or whatever that you can rent for however much a day. And then you rent the car for a day, and then you take pictures with it, and you're driving, and you're like, oh, this is mine. And then social media makes it to where you can post those pictures super easy, and what that does is make people... It impacts people's mental health because they look at these 21-year-old kids who are out there doing it or whatever, and then going, man, when I was 21, I wish I had that much money. I'm 47 and doing nothing with my life.
1: Um, that reminds me of this movie... That was on HBO called Fake Famous. Have you seen it? No. So it's like a documentary, but it's basically that. It's people who they'll rent out a building or they'll alter the way their apartment looks in some way to mislead people. More specifically, what Fake Famous is about is it's this unknown person who gets a company behind them that purchases a bunch of bots to start following them, and then they become a real influencer, but they've manufactured it to where none of their followers are real followers, but brands are sending them stuff, and they're going on influencer trips, and it's all fake.
0: And then then that's a real thing. I'm glad you brought up the bots, buying followers, buying fake bots that come in here and make it look like you have more followers than you do. So shit like that happens like they're in. Then other people are like, man, I wish I had, you know, 2.1 million followers Where really, you don't have 2.1 million followers because 1.3 million of those are fake.
1: Exactly. And they're. did you, do you remember when Facebook got in trouble for that? Because they mm-hmm. were uh, misrepresenting the amount of views they were getting, which, the reason they got in trouble for it wasn't because it was inflating people's egos, but because it was misleading advertisers about the amount of people who were seeing their ads.
0: Yeah, because they were adding fake people to it.
1: Yeah, well, they were just not... They were allowing bots to view it. Yeah, fake people. Oh, a bot and a fake person aren't necessarily the same. Like, You're right. A fake person is my mother-in-law. Ooh, call it, thats That's where I was going with it, but I wasn't going to talk about your mother-in-law. I was going to think of... I don't even
0: have a mother-in-law that's the funny part
1: oh yeah you're single. yeah you're not i'm married s- yeah i'm not married i'm single huh i'm stupid yeah <laughs> i thought i had a mother-in-law <laughs> i mean the law recognizes my mom as my mother doesn't that mean she's my mother in the eyes of the law yeah but not in <laughs> no dude i can't wait for you to find the crickets
0: can't wait for you to find the cricket button that's mean but no so back to your fake influencer thing that also is detrimental to people's health because it depresses people when they don't have a bunch of followers right so you can inflate yourself by buying followers oh yeah inflate your mental health I think that that's detrimental there are so many people that actually legitimately care about their follower count and get so upset when they lose a follower that they will obsess over it and try to figure out what they did wrong
1: Okay. You've done that, haven't you? This isn't about a follower. So about three weeks ago, I noticed that my friends list lost a person. So I went through all of my, like, statuses, like, clicking on the people who've liked it and scrolled through them, and I did that for probably 45 minutes for, like, the past year and a half.
0: You're a great example.
1: Until i No, no, literally, that's why this episode uh, is important, because... I I get sucked into that shit. I know it's stupid, and I take years, years long hiatuses from social media because I get too caught up in it. Yeah. The only reason I've been on social media since I moved back to Oklahoma is because of the podcast and now because of the comedy.
0: Right. I mean, I don't post on social media. The only thing that I post on social media is related to the podcast. And obviously, when I'm on social media, I'm on the pages for the podcast.
1: That's not true at all. What do you mean? I've... I hang out with you, Taylor. You you're on your phone scrolling through nonsense on social media, watching silly TikTok esque videos way more often than any grown person should, in my opinion. No, no, you're right. I get sucked into it. I'll admit that. No, yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to. I'm not judging you for it. Like I I said. But so what had happened was I fucking went through about for 45 minutes, and then I found a post that had 28 likes on it or something, and I scrolled through and. Uh, at the bottom, it was like, oh, this person liked to add friend. And then I clicked on their profile, and I was like, this motherfucker deleted me.
0: Did you reach out to them and be... No,
1: because I don't give a shit. But You obviously I wanted, do. You obviously do. I just wanted to know who it was and if it was for a reason that made sense, because I know why. Um, It was a lady, and she has a boyfriend. And even though... I'm not like actively questing or anything. She is a girl I've historically like romantically talked to. You romanticized her. I mean, I wouldn't say that. We, but but you know, there was a semi relationship there, and now she has like a husband or a boyfriend or something. I don't know because I don't because she fucking deleted (laughs) me. (laughs) I don't know anything about her life. Yeah, because it's all assumptions. She she deleted me, but but well, no, I do know she has a boyfriend. And she messaged me like a month before she deleted me or before I noticed she deleted me. And we had a little conversation. So I guarantee you what happened was we talked on social media. She either felt bad about it, which there was nothing like weird going on. It wasn't sexually charged. We talked about Rick and Morty.
0: (laughs) but You know, some people would find that sexually charging.
1: uh, But it shouldn't be. It wasn't intended to be. But what I would imagine happened is she either told him about it and he was like, oh, well, fucking delete him. Or alternatively, she felt bad about it and was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to delete him just to not potentially cause problems, which is totally reasonable. I would do the same thing. Well, like, and
0: it's it's interesting that you bring that up because I also think that social media can have negative effects on relationships or things like that, especially if you're – Okay, so I'm just going to use an example of a dude. So uh, I get into a relationship with a woman, right? And I'm going through social media and I have a bunch of like Instagram models or bikini models or whatever that I'm following.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a big deal to some people. Yeah,
0: and I'm actively liking all of them, these, you know, bikini shots or. Um, ludes. Yeah, ludes. And, and then she gets mad at me. And it's like, why are you liking theirs? like why are you liking those
1: photos? You don't like my photos but you like those photos. Oh, well that's a little different. If you're if you're in a relationship and even if you're in a relationship and you're actively on the platform even if you're what your partner posts is stupid as fuck and you know it's stupid as fuck, you are you obligated. are obligated obligated to pretend to give a shit about all of it on social media so that other people who have an interest in your partner no, you're already in there and got that shit on lock. Because the second you stop liking it, and some other dude starts liking it, she's gonna be like, "Oh, well, you don't like me, but this guy does."
0: Well, and it's it's also super interesting because you can look at you can look at what people are liking and who they're liking and be like, "Oh, okay, so your friend Todd has a thing for you. Todd's liked every single one of your posts." Yeah, and it's creepy. He even liked a post about us. Just kidding. He didn't, see? And that's the only post he didn't like. Yeah, he liked everything about you, all your pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I haven't i have been in a relationship in five or six years, and I had conversations like that in middle school mm-hmm. because social media has been warping people's perception of how relationships and friendships and all of that is... Or, historically was i'm not going to say supposed to be because who's to say that it's not better now even if statistically speaking i'm pretty sure you can prove it's worse
0: yeah no i think it's it's definitely worse and, and another thing is do you remember when you couldn't talk to people instantly where yeah. you had to wait until the next day to talk to them mm mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with your friends, right? In order to figure out what your friends were doing, you had to wait until tomorrow and then ask them, hey, what did you do last night? But now I can just get on Snapchat and look at your story. And now I can know everything about you. And that's the other thing. Snapchat, if you don't turn it off, shows your location to everybody. Like you're sharing your location with your friends and it actively updates.
1: Yeah. So if any of you guys are my friends on Snapchat and want to know where Taylor lives, check my Snapchat right now oh shit okay they they can't this isn't live stream and by the time they listen to this i will likely be back at my house yeah i
0: know so they'll figure out where you live because i have mine turned off for that reason once i figured out that it does that i was like i don't want to share my location with anybody which is probably going to bite me in the ass when i you know get kidnapped
1: i don't think anyone's going to kidnap you taylor
0: you're right they take me back
1: no, they look at your fucking arms, dude. You're buff as fuck. They'd be like, oh, I'm not going to kidnap this guy. He'll molly walk dude, me. Dude, I'm
0: literally not. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can see that, that sweat glistening off of your big bulky muscles.
0: I don't have bulking arms. Mm. I cannot wait until we start live streaming. Mm.
1: So then people will be like, oh, why is Taylor lying about how... How big his muscles are, and how, not. how intimidating he looks. I don't look intimidating at all. Like the only way that the only way that someone would kidnap you is if it was like a UFC fighter. They'd roll in and be like, "They're the only people." Everyone else would be like, oh, "I don't want to fuck with that guy."
0: There's no way. There's no way. I'm not that buff. I'm not buff at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I don't. I appreciate your compliment, but no. I tell you what, I'll take a picture and post it on social media, and we'll see how many likes I
1: get. Probably a lot, especially if you comment about, especially if you post a picture of you before you started building muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee you at least 60 in the first two hours as long as you don't post it in the middle of the night.
0: First thing in the day?
1: Uh, I, do, I would do it at like 2, 3 in the afternoon. Okay. I'd do it between like 2 and 3 in the afternoon and like 7 o'clock at night. Okay. 60 in less than two hours, I would bet
0: and then I'll say how I went from like a 2XL down to a medium.
1: Yeah. I guarantee you.
0: Yeah. There, there's a formula to get people to like you.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's silly and I don't like it, but, but I'm
0: that's what social media's done to us.
1: It's it's crazy. It's made all of us a lot more self-conscious, I think, and it's made it to where we are more likely to say things we don't believe in or pretend to care about issues that we a don't know about. B don't give a fuck about. Just so that we appear to be in like the right social club on social media.
0: No, I I completely agree, and it also is a lot of um. FUD.
1: you signaling.
0: Oh, I was gonna say FUD. I don't know what FUD is. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. What I don't. Yeah, like social media spreads FUD a
1: lot. Oh, well, that's just because people don't fact check anything and they believe whatever they see or alternatively, well, I was gonna say that they agree with everybody
0: else because they're in the they're in the minority and on it's one thing that I've noticed about social media is if you're not in the majority, it is detrimental like you have to be in the majority on social media,
1: oh yeah, because if not, you can easily get targeted for wrong thing. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that it's like an organization or like government that's caused that. But on an individual level, if you say something that is too controversial, one way or the other, you do get punished for wrong thing. And I'm not saying cancel culture is real, and I'm not saying anything like super specific about that's that specifically. But if you say something people don't like there are mobs of people that could potentially come after you. It doesn't always happen. But it can.
0: And social media
1: makes... And, and so stuff like that is detrimental to people's mental health as well. Absolutely. Becoming a pariah because you said something you that people didn't like online, whereas 200 years ago, if you were sitting in a bar with your friends and you said something ignorant, your friends might be like, oh, dog, you shouldn't say stupid shit like that.
0: No, they would just beat the fuck
1: out of you. Or they might beat the fuck out of you. Or you might get kicked out of that bar. But now you say something on the same level as that and oh, now if you post anything on or now your accounts are banned and you don't get any of that dopamine that you've spent 15 years on social media developing a a customary like need for and suddenly it's pulled away from you because uh, you you committed wrong think and got your account banned permanently.
0: So now you're sitting here and you're like, oh, shit, what's going on? Where do I or, get
1: dopamine now? I have to make friends in real life?
0: Yeah, and like, so so kids are a great example of this. When you ground a kid from their phone and they can't get on any kind of social media, they flip the fuck out. Well, and it's also if they, if they can't get on Discord or Twitch, because even those are social platforms. I would I would consider those social media to an extent.
1: Uh, I I don't know if I'd call Discord social media, but that's just because the way I use it is more of, like, a messaging platform than, like, a Facebook-style platform or a Instagram or even, like, Reddit. Like, I would consider Reddit more social media than... Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Reddit's become more social media. And it's, and it's stuff like that where you can see how things have changed. Yeah. Where, oh, I'm addicted to this thing. I need the dopamine. I need to know what my friends are doing. I need to have updates 24-7. You know, update your Snap story every two hours so I know exactly what you're doing. Like, show me what you're doing. And it becomes really, really easy to not have conversations with people anymore. So now our social skills have suffered drastically. Because I know what you're doing. I can check your, your Snapchat. I can check your Instagram story. Oh, you posted a reel about you at a bar. That's where you're at right now. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to the bar.
1: Yeah, and everyone has all their accounts and stuff linked now, so you're One playing button. Xbox, you know, and the people on Discord can see that you're playing Starfield when they want you to play whatever game with them. So they're messaging you on Discord going, "Hey, why you... are you playing Starfield? We're supposed to be doing X, Y or Z.
0: Yeah, are you playing 2K? Playing 2K right now? Let's let's play some 2K. Why are you why are you playing Starfield?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you game, you know exactly
1: exactly what we're talking about. Like why are you choosing a single player story driven game instead of this this MMO or this uh, uh sports game where it's the same thing every single time? Dude, you want to play a team deathmatch in
0: Call of Duty? Like come on, I need a partner. You know what happens.
1: Oh, I uh, the, the sigh wasn't disagreeing with you. The sigh was sighing at people who fucking talk or who Act like that.
0: Yeah, the sigh was, oh, I can't believe this is real. I'm sorry, you, you gave me a signal. What was that?
1: Um, It looked like you were checking your time, and I would imagine you were doing that to determine how long we've been recording. So I was holding up a 4 and a 1 oh. in a way to where you could see 41. Oh, I thought you were doing 14. This would be 14. No, that's five yo uh you guys we aren't we aren't we aren't recording this in a way where you can see what's gonna happen Oh I wish we were, but i'm gonna I'm gonna mute the mics for a second. We'll be right back And we're back, and Taylor can't talk right now, not because I murdered him or anything like that. He's just he's just laughing hysterically. Taylor, I need you to make a noise so they don't think I killed you.
0: <laughs> I wish we were fucking live streaming that. That was so funny.
1: I I figured that would make you laugh. That was my goal.
0: Oh, that was that was good.
1: Okay. You like that? Oh yeah. You like the games I can play now. <laughs> I don't even have to use editing magic to no, fuck you with don't. you now.
0: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, oh, social media has ruined Bailey because it's made him more confident so he can be a fucking comedian.
1: Yo, literally, that's what happened,
0: though. Oh, that's that's funny. Okay. I wish we were live streaming that.
1: If we were live streaming that, I would have done it like that. You, I mean, it's still <laughs> funny. I'm glad, I'm glad you laughed. That was the goal.
0: Well, the way that you looked at me. <laughs> And paused it and said, I will fucking kill you. That's not what I said. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> oh, I love I'm glad that we got a soundboard.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I like this.
0: But no. <laughs> so this will be something that you could post on social media. So that's the other thing, is that if you post things that you deem funny on social media and nobody likes it, it's detrimental. Like, it makes people depressed.
1: I don't know, dude. I think I'm... You I know
0: you fall in that category. If you post a you okay, you, you post one of your comedy bits. So you have you have um your snap story. Yeah. Had a couple of segments, right, where you're like, Oh yeah, here's a piece. What if nobody reacted to that?
1: Nobody's reacted to it.
0: Exactly. How does that make you feel? I don't care. Okay, well, what if you
1: did? If I posted it somewhere like Facebook or Instagram where it was permanent and basically for the world to see. It would bother me a lot more than if I posted on Snapchat where I've got like 20 people on there and 15 if they message me, I wouldn't even open it because I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, see, then that's the problem. If you post on something where you had more of a following and they don't like it.
1: Well, the thing is I don't post stuff like that there because I don't know. I post I post stuff like that on Snapchat because the few people I do have on Snapchat that I care about I want to give them the opportunity to see it, but I don't post it on Facebook because I don't want it to be public. So I don't need any like feedback because it's just something basically for me. Oh, that's fair. And if I post stuff on Snapchat, my phone does this cool thing where it automatically saves it. Like if I put something on my story. Mm-hmm. So it's a way for me to... uh like sneaky clip stuff without having to actually go through and clip stuff. Oh, that's fair.
0: I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah. Does it make you feel better when you put it on other social media platforms, though?
1: I I, I haven't. No. Oh. Like actual bits and stuff, I don't think I've ever posted on Facebook or Instagram or anything.
0: So just out of curiosity, because this just came to me. What age do you think we should allow children to have social media just because of the detrimental effects?
1: Um, so I think that five-year-olds should be allowed to have social media as long as the parents are aware of what their child is doing and ensuring that they aren't doing things they shouldn't. How's not going to happen, though. Well, so if there's no parental supervision and you're just giving your kids a, the Internet and saying go wild... I don't think kids should have internet until they're, like, 14 or 15. Yeah. But if you're monitoring them and making sure that they're, you know, looking up stuff that'll help them in school, looking up stuff for the video game they're playing, looking up, you know, cool books by whatever author that they've just found out about or... Like J.K.
0: Rowling? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you can say anything positive about her in 2023, but... But yeah, exactly. Like if you read the first Potter book, you know, 20 years ago and you wanted to know, oh, well, what's the next one? I think, you know, using the internet would be dope. But I think that if you're giving someone free reign that's a child, I would say 13 or 14, any younger than that. They're going to look up porn. They're going to find dead bodies. They're going to find crazy shit that you don't want them to see. And depending on your relationship with you, with Depending on their relationship with you, chances are they will never tell you about the crazy shit they found.
0: Well, no. I mean, I'll, I'll argue with you and say that the age that you have to be to have a Twitter is 13. For, I think- For most social media, it's like 13, right? Okay. Do you remember Twitter After Dark?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a... Uh, was it Hunter Moore?
0: Yeah, I think that was his name.
1: Yeah, who was... Having He was posting pictures of like uh, revenge porn on Twitter and then taking pictures of girls with like vape stuck in their assholes and posting it on Twitter mm-hmm. saying, hey, if you've got female friends and you send us a picture with a vape in their asshole like this with this style, we'll send you free vape pens. Yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, he he's banned. He is literally banned from the Internet in the United States because of his activity. Yeah if it's Hunter Moore. I don't know if that's the name. I could be saying it could be the wrong name.
0: No, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that's who it is. I'm going to look it up real quick, but I think that's who it is.
1: I I concur.
0: Yeah, it's him.
1: Yeah. That guy was literally the posting. most hated man on the internet. See, I don't I'm not going to get into my personal opinions on him and what he did, but
0: yeah. He's not banned from the internet.
1: That's what, that's what I read. Is he the revenge porn guy?
0: Well, okay.
1: Yeah, because I don't know. Instagram pops up. I am Hunter Moore. Is it him though? Or is it someone else? Because I'm... Almost one hundred percent confident that in like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, whenever he was arrested the last time for uh whatever that revenge site was. I don't remember what it is right now. I can't remember. I mean I I was on it. Of course you were. Well. Of course you were. Yeah,
0: someone posted me on it. Did they? No. No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, they do that with the uh sneaky links Facebook groups. That's not what it's called. What's it called? The Oh, he's
0: banned from Facebook, but he's active on Twitter.
1: I see. I thought well no, he's not. No, yeah. Twitter's I am not Hunter even Moore. real. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. X. That's wild. I was almost one hundred percent confident he was like perma banned by the FTC or whoever has say over shit like that.
0: Yeah, probably for a while. I mean, there's a Netflix series you can watch. I mean, he's the reason why there's like detrimental things too. And people, because it makes shit like that so much easier. Yeah. And that was on social media. So I don't think, I think that, I mean, with stuff like that having to be monitored, it's it's just, it's just so hard. Because on social media, your kids can literally see anything now.
1: Yeah. I mean, on some sites, some sites are a little better than others in regards to terms and services about what you can and can't post. But for like the most part.
0: Facebook. I was more focused on Twitter.
1: Well, Twitter is the wild, wild west now, or I'm sorry, X. X. Yeah.
0: Well, it's always been that
1: way. No, there was, I mean, yes, it has, because even when, you know, white supremacists and stuff were getting cracked down in America, you still had sweet, sweet ISIS beheading videos that were fine, not violating terms of service.
0: No, and people would always like hide those where I I remember one, I will never forget it. You clicked on it. And it was this super hot girl, super hot girl Mm -hmm. shaking her ass, and it was huge. And it was about three seconds of that, and then instantly transformed into an ISIS beheading video.
1: Oh, yeah. But that doesn't violate the terms of service. That is totally fine. But you say that you think that uh, the election might not have been 100% above board, and you're bad, but you post a video of beheading somebody as long as you're ISIS. Totally
0: fine. Don't worry, we'll do an episode over censorship.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which w- I just want to clarify. I don't think the elect. I I think Biden won. I'm not saying that Trump won by me saying that. I'm just saying that not being allowed to have that opinion online and is is not equivalent to beheading somebody. Exactly. And there's nuance in what I'm saying, and I I, I hope that's clear to everybody listening. Because I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> I've. <laughs> I'm not right-wing, fucking crazy-ass Trump supporter at all.
0: No, he's just he's just stating an opinion is that it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, that should be able to be said, but an ISIS beheading video should not be on the internet.
1: Well, I mean, no. I think that if you want to have ISIS beheading videos, that's perfectly fine. But they need to declassify the videos we have. They need to declassify the videos the government has of dropping Hellfire missiles on terrorists like if 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 we're allowed to watch us getting murdered for no reason, or or women being murdered because they showed too much ankle or whatever the fuck is going on over in that hellhole,
0: it's not a hellhole. Are you That's, getting PTSD flashbacks? I am. i
1: have a little. I'm getting a little frustrated thinking about this.
0: Mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. So changing topics. <laughs> yeah, Bailey's mental health is definitely deteriorating because of social media. Is it social media or is it lack of sleep? And Well, lack of sleep because you're scrolling through your phone.
1: I was up until like 5 a.m. I laid down at like 2.30 last night and I was up until 5 a.m. because I posted pictures on social media last night and I was hoping to get those sweet, sweet dopamine likes.
0: I mean, yeah. That's what we do, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think posting stuff on, on Facebook and Instagram... I think that you should just post things. I think that if you, if you want to have a healthy relationship with social media, you should post things and it's because you wanted to post it, not because, Oh, this is going to get me, you know, 60 million likes.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I will say like, I know I'm joking around a lot and playing around, but I'm not actually like social media is not that bad for me. Like I, contain myself pretty well. I'm not actually like sitting there obsessing over it like a crazy person. Yeah. I am exaggerating how much it affects me to be funnier for you guys. There is no laughter. Maybe this is more appropriate. That was not crickets either.
0: That was not crickets. Go ahead, hit all the buttons. No. nope. I think the crickets is the third button. Nope. <laughs> how many buttons are there on the side? Eight. Uh, crickets are the second one on
1: the right side. Nope. Yeah, that was what we just played.
0: Then it's the third one on the right side. <sighs>
1: nope. That's a record scratch.
0: I meant the third one on the left side.
1: We're not doing this. This is yeah, the game a, It is. I
0: promise. What the fuck was that? That was
1: the uh, button.
0: Oh, I mean, it's the top one on the left side.
1: The, 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 top uh, one
0: on the left side you've made too many wrong moves no it's that one I promise <laughs> I mean the other side
1: <laughs> wrong wrong Oh, I think that's all of them I don't know if they're actually crickets there are crickets I don't think so yeah. all right <laughs> back to the topic back to the yeah. topic yeah we're getting ADHD over here yeah
0: yeah, if you're ever wondering what ADHD looks like, just watch this as we hit buttons. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> buttons. We should probably be medicated before we do this. I don't think it'd be that much fun if we were medicated. What do you mean? I don't think the podcast would be as good if we were medicated. What?
1: I don't, I don't need medication. Yeah, you do. I've gone to plenty of doctors, and I've never once been told, hey, you need this medication. Except for, like, when I had a vitamin D deficiency... Like two summers ago, <laughs> two summers ago, and I was taking a lot of vitamin D. But beyond that, they haven't been like, "Oh, you need this." These are these are if we, pills to even you out. Yeah, if we both
0: took Adderall, it would be very boring.
1: I think it would be such a better podcast if we were both really fucked up on Adderall.
0: We wouldn't be fucked up on Adderall.
1: I I think if I took an Adderall, I would be fucked up on Adderall, no, even you, if it was like ten milligrams.
0: You wouldn't be fucked up on
1: Adderall at all. What do you mean?
0: I mean, you're like so ADHD.
1: I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, sir. That's a
0: whole different discussion. Ugh. But yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be diagnosed with it because if you take the pill and you're like, do you laser focus on things?
1: I don't know. I've never taken Adderall.
0: You are like laser focused in on it? Maybe. Yeah, because when, when I've taken Adderall to try to fit in like the cool kids.
1: I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Because all the kids, they seem to fit Uh. I
0: wish we had that fucking cricket
1: button.
0: Close enough. Close enough. (laughs) But yeah, social media I think is uh, detrimental and you shouldn't let your kids be on social media.
1: Social media can potentially be detrimental and I think you should allow your kids to be on social media. Just monitor them.
0: Well, with that being said, this has been Two Idiots, One Podcast. I'm Taylor.
1: And I'm Bailey. And thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.